Hey, SoundCloud listeners, this is Ed Van Ness. And I'm John Shannon. You found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. You can catch us live every Saturday at 10 a.m. by downloading the Radio TFI app. Enjoy the show. Adios. See ya. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. <laughs> On Radio TFI. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour right here on Radio TFI, as well as on the SoundCloud app. From the Palatial Northern Command Center in Egan, Minnesota, I am John Shannon. And from Queens, New York, Mr. Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens, and... uh What's left of you, the smart turkeys who hid out all weekend. <laughs> it's safe to come out now. It's safe for another year. God, I seen that one bird. Uh, how many times has that son of a bitch been uh, pardoned anyways? <laughs> well, it, it's him and the gang he runs around with that they get, you know, somebody gets pardoned every year. It's, uh, they're well, well, actually, look at it. There actually was those wild birds in, uh, was it Jersey? What state was that? The wild turkeys run, running all over the place and creating real mm. havoc. But anyway, enough of that. Here we are on a beautiful Saturday morning. Uh, and uh, what are we doing, John? Well, geez, do you expect me to know that? Well, I was on vacation all week. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, you know what? You know what we're going to do today? No, uh, tell me. Well, we kind of had, you know, we both feasted on a, a big turkey dinner. You know, it's uh, Granny Annie. I know uh, I'm not quite sure who prepared your wonderful feast, but Granny Annie and uh, the fake Uber driver teamed up to make a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, and I stuffed myself to oblivion here, folks. So. The plan is basically to put my feet up, sit down, relax, and uh, play some music. So uh, Ed and I, we kind of compiled a a playlist of about uh, 10 different songs that kind of mean something to us or have meant something to us throughout our, uh, our rather long lives there, if you will. Or, or just so, favorite songs, just to be favorite quite honest. Song. Oh, John, by the way, I have to say you look great considering, you know, all, all that work you did this week. Uh, and I know you had to make get back to, to Egan, Minnesota quickly. But, you know, I, look, you look great floating down Broadway in the Macy's Day Parade. You looked fabulous. It was... Oh. <laughs> it's a cheap okay, shot. It's a cheap That's shot. One. That's one. I I I love the first uh, giblet, mm-hmm. but yes, before, I I think we're gonna we're gonna touch a little bit on the events of the past week, 
uh, but we're not going to spend a lot of time on it. That's that's my understanding. That's, that's the plan, Stan. Okay. Oh, well, we do have a couple of things. It's hard to prioritize things, but I, I do want to, I guess, the, the uh, biggest priority would be to uh, send our thoughts uh, to the folks of London. Uh, another attack. They're calling it a terrorist attack there. Uh, uh, a knife-wielding fool that uh, I, I don't have the numbers on uh, how many killed, how many injured two, in that. Two dead, three injured. Two dead, three injured. And by the way, he was he was in jail for being a terrorist. Yeah, that... Uh, There's a lot more to that story. Him. Yeah, there's a lot more of that story. We're not going to go into it today. And also the folks over in The Hague in the Netherlands, we uh, they had an issue there as well. So, I didn't, you know, that one passed under the radar for me. Right. Uh, but so from, from John and I, we're, we're just, uh, you know, we don't mean to to uh, to play down the seriousness of those issues. But uh, they're 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 in the backs of our heads. We're, we're thinking about them. Uh, we're not saying we're not sending thoughts and prayers, though. We keep them for for certain other people. But we are. We do think about you. We're keeping you in our in our minds. So anyway, so let's. Uh, Should we at least go through the uh, the uh, uh, stock prices here, real quick? Sure. Uber closed the week at twenty nine sixty and Lyft at forty nine ninety eight. So those of you that threw your money away at those companies, excellent job. I know those people play in the market. And again, I got to get Dylan to call us and and give us the uh, update on on all this. But. Uh, uh, let's look. Lyft and Uber both. Uber redid their driver agreement. Uh, drivers mm-hmm. could not log in to the system, to the platform, if you will, unless they agreed to the new terms of agreement, which specifically says they claim, uh, "Well, we are not a trans. We're a technology company, not a. You you agree that we're a technology company and not a transportation company." And you can't drive for them unless you agree to that, which none it means nothing, because that's just me saying. Well, I'm really I, I'm really a Big Bird, and you have mm. to agree that I'm Big Bird. Doesn't make me Big Bird, but and Lyft is doing the same thing now. They're claiming, oh, oh, well, we're we're just the technology company, baloney. Moving on, unless you got else something yeah. else you want to. Well, the uh, the one thing that I found. Uh, kind of amazing talking about the stock prices here again was that after uh, uber was uh, officially kicked out of uh, london at least until the appellate process is over oh no they're still working there yeah no i'm sorry i, I probably said that wrong they are still working they're licensed uh, they are going to appeal their their license has been uh, it's not going to be renewed as i uh, as i understand the actual language of the story here. But uh, I'm really surprised that their stock didn't uh, tank more than it did. Uh, on that one day, the, the day of the announcement, um, their uh, the Uber stock, well, it did drop. It, it did not, uh, it didn't go through the, uh, down to the uh, basement, if you will. Right. Uh, so, so to speak. So, and they didn't help their own cause too, because like uh, 
like they normally do in times of uh, catastrophe during the the chaos at uh, London Bridge. They uh, jacked their uh, their surge pricing. Sure, they uh, did to a multiple to a multiplier of one point seven. One point seven <sighs> times their normal fare. What is what is a normal fare as it applies to Uber? By the way, I, I mean I, they, in London, I couldn't tell you. I, I you know, yeah. honestly, every city is different. Just like taxi fares are different in every city, uh, it's well, different. I, 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 if I even tried, I would be guessing because since the last time I stepped into the dark side, it's, uh, it's, it's things changed. changed so much for the worse. Yep. How anybody drives for that company, either one of them, whoever operates a vehicle under their uh, technology services now, let me let me get it right, huh? Yep. <laughs> so, anywho, you know that's that's pretty much enough for that to tell you the truth. Do we want um, do we want to talk about the Cheeto in charge? Well, yeah, yeah, we could do that real quick. Hold hold the phone just a second. Okay. This is this is his uh his this here is his latest uh, claim to fame. And then we beat Barack Hussein Obama and whatever the hell dynasty that is. That was actually from a uh tweet uh from uh let's let's see at C underscore underscore doc underscore 911 that was from november 26th she posted that apparently trump was in a at a rally in sunrise florida yeah his new home in florida well no that's not his new home that's my old home sunrise sunrise is is one of the western suburbs it's on the edge of the everglades but for the arena he was in he was in where the florida panthers play if you take that street straight in about 12 miles here, you hit Fort Lauderdale beach. And, uh, so he was, he was essentially in Lauderdale and, uh, I'm just glad I got out in time. Well, you weren't, you still, weren't armed anyways. So the temptation wouldn't have been there. Yeah. He was still about 50 miles from, uh, Mar-a-Lago and all that good right. stuff. Uh, what else we got on the Cheeto real quick here? Uh, other than the fact that the Judicial Committee is going to start hammering on him next week. And uh, they've they've said to him, you, yourself, or counsel are more than welcome to participate. Basically, what they're taking away from them is, oh, we couldn't call our own witnesses. We couldn't blah, blah, blah. Here, we're giving you the opportunity. Uh Based, based on some folks that I follow that seem to have a handle on things, I think he's out before the end of the year he resigns. That's me. It's 10 minutes after the hour, kids and kittens. Yeah, well, you know, I, I think that uh, I still think his ego is going to get in the way. They're going to drag him out of that White House kicking and screaming, especially when he loses in 2020. That's if he makes it that long. Yeah. All right. This is true. All right, so uh, we've argued politics. We've unloosened our belts. This is our version of post-Thanksgiving dinner. Since we're not, we're going to do football later. 
What do you say we play some music right now for the kids and kittens? Let's play some music. Let's play some music. All right. I'm going to kick things off, folks, with uh, the song that was number one on February 7, 1959. John, you want to take a shot at what happened on February 7, 1959? Uh, You were born? That's the one, ladies and gentlemen. The platters with smoke gets in your eyes. gets in your eyes by the platters and that one goes out to my 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 sorely missed mom that was for you mom john beautiful beautiful song beautiful well i wanted to lead off my list here with uh basically along the same theme this was the number one song of february 9th of 1963 the year of our lord and also the year and the date that I was born. So this is Paul and Paula with Hey Paula. Hey, hey Paula. I want to marry you. Hey, hey Paula. No one else could ever do. I've waited so long for school. 
That's a pretty little ditty, if I do say so uh, myself, from uh, February 9th of 1963. Hey, you're kind of listening to a post-Thanksgiving uh, uh, spectacular here as Ed and I kind of take a little bit of a, a break from the uh, our normal tomfoolery to go into I-don't-care-tomfoolery, if you will, basically. <laughs> we... <laughs> Uh, so, anyways, uh, what's next on your uh, list, there, sir? Well, co- well, coming up next from uh, from from the fall of 1957 is what I considered to be one of the best roots of rock and roll songs ever. It's not really the roots, but it, it it's to me it's raw. It breaks it down. It, it's very simple instruments, but man, oh man. Man, oh man, do they play. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and kittens, Dan- Danny and the Juniors at the hop.
If you didn't get up and start moving around just a little bit in your seat, in your car seat, or wherever it is you were, there's a problem. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Danny and the Junior at the, at the Hop. I love that song. There, there, it, it just always perks up my day. I try to imagine what it was like back in the late 50s when my mom was still... When this song came out, my mom wasn't even pregnant yet <laughs> with my older sister. <laughs> so I like to think that she she was dancing to this. And uh, it's not all going to be mom-centric today. But but this is just, just the idea. Anytime I've ever been someplace and this song comes on, it just the floor, the dance floor fills. Because it's just a great, upbeat, up-tempo number. And, and and again, it's got all that basic, just, you know, you got a piano, you've got the drums, you've got a guitar. Boom. Let's have at it at the hop, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, very nice. <laughs> yeah, and ain't nothing wrong with being mom-centric. You know, what the hell? Uh, you have to, you know, sometimes all you got left is memories and, uh, and being able to express those and go through that. Uh, hey, you know what? It's it's a lifetime of treasure, in my opinion. Uh, so I'm going now to uh, a song that uh, was popular back when I thought I thought I was a superstar singer back when I was a but a young lad about uh, oh geez I think this was back from about ten uh, I was about ten years old and I just thought I was. Oh, I was ready to form my own rock and roll band and the whole, the whole thing here. All you need, uh, all you needed was two black girls to sing behind you. Yeah, so there you go. So, <laughs> and this was actually a song that uh, one of I used to do talent shows at school. This was actually the first uh, song I ever sang at a school talent show. So this is from 1973, Tony Orlando and Dawn on Radio TFI. It's been three long years Do 
1973, Tony Orlando and Dawn with tie yellow ribbon. Yeah, you know, I <laughs> I thought I was quite the talented uh, dude back then in uh, in the early 70s, if you will. I can, uh, I can I can tell you this much: every time I hear this song, there's two things I think of. There was uh, the, the Iran Contra, uh, the Iran hostage situation, where everybody was putting up yellow ribbons. Uh, you yep. know waiting for them to come home and that's become a thing now which is wonderful and also i cannot hear this song without thinking of a roller skating or ice skating rink <laughs> not playing in the background ladies skate all ladies skate <laughs> you, were you able to ice skate or ice skate or roller uh, skate when you were young absolutely absolutely oh my god i can even do it backwards i tried roller skating twice and both times, I never learned uh, skating. Going forward wasn't the issue. It was when I had to stop. Well, and I tried the, uh, it, I didn't know how to stop on roller skates. And I wound up, you know, inevitably falling on my ass. And yeah. that, that rink floor was not, was not giving at any, for it by any means. Well, well we, lear- yeah. we learned to roller skate on the street and we played street hockey. Uh, wow! So, really? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! We didn't have a lot of uh, a lot of ice rinks here in Manhattan. <laughs> you yeah. played uh, played on roller skates, but uh, all right. So what? <laughs> I just stumbled. I don't know where I am right now. Oh, we were talking about tie yellow ribbon. I mm-hmm. like I said, it just sounds to me like the kind of thing. If you've ever been to a skating rink of any type. You'll know the type of song I'm thinking about. That's a, and that was a yeah. very popular. We used to go ice skating. There was a an ice skating rink on the 16th floor of an office building in in Midtown Manhattan. Yes, that's where our skating rink was, on an office <laughs> in an office building. And uh, well, the benevolent of the office to or the building, whoever was the property manager to let you do that. Well, they didn't let us do it. Believe me, they were making money. But that's neither here nor there. That's the the discussion of Skyrink is for another day and another time. And uh, I understand. <laughs> so we're we're gonna move on now to All right. a, a song that just gets me fired up every time I hear it. Mainly, I love the song. Don't get me wrong. And I didn't mean to rhyme there, but I did. But back in the in the uh, late summer. Of 1980, this young lady appeared, this itty-bitty petite little thing with the biggest, strongest voice you've ever heard. 
the classically opera-trained Pat Benatar. That little pixie haircut just drove me wild. And she's got the voice of of 10 people. She is a classically uh, trained opera singer, by the way. Ladies and gentlemen, Pat Benatar hit me with your best shot. There's nothing she's ever sung that I haven't fully enjoyed. Uh, well, you know, I, I got to tell you, I've never never was much of a Pat Benatar fan, and I, I, don't, I don't know why. I think it's a cool song, but I just wasn't, I don't know. With the kind of music I was listening to in uh, in 1980 was more a throwback of uh, Southern rock songs and what I call dirty country, you know, Willie Nelson, Waylon mm-hmm. Jennings, David okay. Allen Coe. And, David Allen so. Coe, the ultimate country oh, yeah. song. Oh, I wish I had put that on. There's a story that goes behind that uh I'll tell you, if, if you're familiar with the song, and I, and I don't have it queued up, so I can't play it, but I promise I'll look for it for hour two. 
I first heard that song, my buddy Harry, who I've spoken about many, many times uh, here. Uh, he was Harry was a renaissance man. He was all over the place. He liked everything. Uh, different kinds of music, clothing, the way he looked. It, it was... So he, tur- he turned me on to this song by, by David Allen Coe, the ultimate country song. It's so actually Chico- perfect. The perfect. Stuff. You're right. You're right. You're, you're absolutely correct. I, I. So he, uh, what got me interested was he explained it to me. He says, yeah, he went back and he added another verse to make it, or, or supposedly that's the story in the song. Mm-hmm. And because uh, <laughs> you can't have a country music song without you being drunk, your mama, prison, or a dog. So the, the first part of that chorus starts. I was drunk. Uh, I was drunk the day my mama got out of prison. Uh, I forget where the dog comes in, but that line right there just floored me. Actually, there, there was no dog in that. Uh, maybe the maybe I'm I'm misremembering that. Uh, yeah, you had to be drunk. There was drunk a pickup truck. Uh, uh, but he he got it all in that first sentence. Here's in that line. first line, I was drunk. The day my mom got out of prison and I went to pick her up in the rain. Yeah. But before I could get her in my pickup truck, she got ran over by a damned old train. There you go. It was the pickup in the train. Yeah. Okay. It was that line that, and then he eventually played the song for me. And I, I just... I, I just fell in love with it. Uh, so so come a time, uh, Harry passes away, we do his funeral, and we're at his house that night, and his family's there. And uh, So I, I'm chit-chatting with people, and uh, some somebody played it. You know, we have music in the background, and, and, and somebody played that song, and I just, I just lost it. I, I can't remember. I, I, I was just my head on the table, and I can remember his sister saying to somebody, I don't know who it was, I guess somebody was coming over to me. And she said, no, 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 just leave him alone. Let him, you know. And she was right. I needed to, uh, thinking about it now, I'm tearing up a little bit. But uh, no song has ever affected me quite that hard. Mm-hmm. The, the first time I heard it, and actually I think Harry's funeral was probably the last time I heard it. And, uh, and I'm okay if, actually, I'm okay if I don't hear it again. Yeah, uh, I understand. Definitely understand. So, so there, there's the longest, best story on a song we're not going to play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, leave it to us, Ed, leave it to yep. us. You are, uh, by the way, just so you, uh, so you're not lost here. If you tuned into radio TFI listening, uh, for the taxi stand hour you are still listening to the taxi stand hour live on radio tfi but we're just taking a little bit of a break from all of our meat and potato stuff that we normally yammer on about and we're just kind of taking it easy going through music going through some memories and what have you and uh, just having a good time while we loosen up our belts from all that damn turkey Woo! gobble Jeez. gobble 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 that we did. Now I, I have hey. to I have to ask you, sir, before before we continue on. Uh-huh. Uh do you wanna 
just play this and we'll talk about it on the other side. You're next. Uh, you know, I don't have a lot of back. This is one of those songs that I really didn't start liking until probably the last 10 years or so. Well, I'll tell you what, let's, let's play it. We'll talk about it more on the other side. You got it. Intro. Uh, oh, okay. Well, from 1971, it's John Lennon. John Lennon from uh, 1971 with Imagine. Uh, like I like I was saying before we played this, this was a song that I probably you know I was aware of, but I never really, I really didn't. It was I was neutral about it. You know, hell, it's John Lennon. You know, it it can't help but be good. Uh, but still, uh, it, the message of that song is a very uh, 
I didn't really get the message of that song until uh, probably, uh, like I said, probably the last 10 years or so. Uh, That's a very powerful message with that song. And I think that if more people, look, I I know he kind of goes in the lyrics, he goes uh, a little off the deep end with it, but uh, still, you know, if people were more concerned, you know, about their fellow man than they were about who has the biggest, shiniest car or who has the, uh, you know, the biggest home or the biggest uh, yacht out there on the ocean, uh, I think we, I think we, as the world, would be a much better place. So, I don't know. That's my soapbox. When, <laughs> <laughs> whenever I hear that song, it, it takes me back to the night that he was murdered, because mm-hmm. I was one of those people watching Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. It was the, uh, and I just, I'm not going to lie. I had to look it up to remind myself who was playing that night. Uh, coincidentally, mm-hmm. it was the Patriots versus the Dolphins. Uh, but ha- <laughs> coincidentally, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, and Howard Cosell had to break the news. Well, broke the news to the to the world about what had just happened. There's a whole story in here about about how he wound up doing it, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, but that's I always flash back to that night. I was actually on the phone with a buddy of mine. Uh, he was at home watching the game and uh, I was at home watching the game and we were going back and forth, back and forth. And lo and behold, this announcement comes out and we were both like, huh? What? So that's, that's what that song, I know it has nothing to do with the song itself, but that's where that song immediately transports me back to every, every time I hear those opening chords and uh, whether that's what it does for me. And you, you think about what we lost. I mean, we can go on and on and on about that, but that's that's where it brings me. I know it's got a, the song itself has an upbeat, positive message, but but that's where it takes me. You know, and you mentioned that to me, uh, it, it's just the opposite as far as an, an upbeat message the message to me is more that i i don't believe that this society will ever come close to that especially as as we have world leaders uh such as trump and even not just trump but in other uh, places in the in the world uh we're definitely not heading in that direction and i think it's i think it's going to take a quite frankly a world catastrophe before we might actually stop and maybe heed that message a little bit, but uh, oh, okay, that's my Debbie Downer. <laughs> Good Lord, <Jim. laughs> yeah. Well, we're gonna we're gonna change things up a little bit here. Where well, my my I'm next Alistair. my next entry is uh, by the wonderfully talented Jimmy Buffett. Now, when I moved to South Florida, I was that's when I was really introduced to Jimmy Buffett. I, I now consider myself a parrot head. I, uh, I've, I've seen him live, which is an experience in and of itself, unto its own. Uh, but I love his music. I get a kick out of it. It, it really... It, it, this particular song I'm about to play... 
besides the actual rhythm and the beat of the song and all that, you got to listen to the lyrics and you may not understand some of them because they go way back. And, uh, but the more you listen to it, the more you kind of get what he's talking about. Uh, and, and it just, (laughs) again, every time I hear it, I just get more, more of the images in my head. So from August, 1974, it's Jimmy Buffett with pencil thin mustache. Now they make new movies in old black and white But a happy ending's where nobody fights So if you find yourself in that nostalgic rage Honey, jump right up and show your age I wish I had a pencil thin mustache The Boston Blackhead kind Two-tone Ricky Ricardo jacket and an Picture yourself sitting at an outdoor tiki bar with an ice cold beer in your hand as the sun goes down and this song is playing and you and your half drunk friends are sitting there just singing along. <laughs> Tell me. You, what, what year did you say that song came out? That's uh, Pencil Thin Mustache is originally recorded in 1974. You know what? That's amazing. I, I, I don't believe that I had ever heard that song unless, unless we played it here at some point in time. Uh, well, it's, Radio it's in the vault and, okay. and it's in the, in the massive general rotation. Okay. 
Now, the odds of you actually hearing it, I can't say, but uh, all of Buffett's songs, especially, let me, let, let me all, all of Buffett's stuff that I have, that we have in the, uh, what is it you call it? The massive TF, Radio TFI vault? The, the, the massive music and memory vault. That's the one. That's the one I'm talking about. Well, he has his own little wing dedicated to him. Oh, he does. I didn't oh, he's, see that. Oh, yeah. He's got about a He's got about a dozen songs in there and uh each one better than the last one. Mm. You can't go see, wrong with Jimmy Buffett. To me, of course, you know, uh, how much I know about Jimmy Buffett, you know, you scratch the surface with Margaritaville and and maybe Cheeseburger in Paradise, but I didn't uh, uh I had no idea. Uh, some of these other some of the other tunes he's done oh yeah oh there's there's uh there's a lot we got them all all right so a little earlier uh behind the scenes i was a little concerned with john that we were going to run short on time and uh i I mean we were running we were going to have more time left over we were running uh short on music apparently now we got to hurry up (laughs) yeah See, so, I, I didn't have a worry about this. And yeah, I do want to go through these lists, even if it does kind of edge us over the over the top of the hour. What? Well, the hell? I'll, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll uh, we'll we'll get where we can, and then we'll pick uh, right up after the top of the hour. That sounds good too. Okay. So, I guess it's my turn, right? It is your turn, sir. So, this is another one of those songs that I didn't grow to appreciate until well after it was uh, released um one of my favorite movies and i get one of these days we're gonna have to go through a top 10 movie list all right too that that sounds like a lot of fun but um i absolutely loved good morning vietnam i loved the mute the soundtrack from it i loved the uh just the 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 scenery there it made you feel uh, the the movie it made you feel like you were right there in vietnam you know back in the you know back in the 60s and uh it was yeah it was it was quite an amazing movie this you know even uh, in, in back you know kind of in the background of the actual story so this this kind of comes up as number two on my list uh from Louis Armstrong from 1967. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them bloom for me and you. And I think to myself, What a wonderful world I see skies of blue And clouds of white The bright blessed day The dark sacred night And I think to myself What a wonderful world The colors of the rainbow, so pretty in the sky, are also on the faces of people going by. 
great satchmo folks here on radio tfi on the taxi stand hour again we're going through a list of some of our favorite songs mr red van ness and myself uh and no real reason i guess that a lot of these we've i mean we all both i guess have our reasons for these songs but uh as far as for the case of the show it's it's not a Really nothing more than some of our favorite tunes. So so here's what we're going to do right now, kids and kittens. Uh, we're going to play uh, my next song, which, uh, no surprise, Bad Bad Leroy Brown by, uh, by Jim Croce from March 20th, 1973. That's going to take us into the top of the hour. When we come out of that, we're going to play John's next one. We'll talk about it on the other side. So stick around. We'll be back. Enjoy the music.
found the taxi stand hour. The worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life. On Radio TFI. back here on the taxi stand hour right here on radio tfi and on soundcloud uh, we hope you're enjoying uh, this little uh, collection of songs that ed and i have been playing from the last uh, little less than an hour uh, to some of the songs that we that we think uh, hold a, a very significant uh, uh, part of our lives or just quite frankly just because we seem to like them uh, uh, anyways, from from uh, the Northern Command Center in uh, Egan, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon, and they're in the uh, palatial, spacious Radio TFI Executive Tower. What floor are you broadcasting from today there, sir? Well, actually, today we're, we're down in uh, sub-basement 17, the vault. Well, there, there you go. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, and you're still the... broadcasting well from that vault. Uh, we we have superior we have superior equipment. Yeah. <laughs> did you feed the? I just want to know for the second hour. Did you feed the gerbil? I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, so let's see. We should only have one left here, right? Am I missing yes. something? Yes, and there's a bonus. Oh, we, we do have a bonus track. Only on Radio bon- TFI would you get a bonus track. We have a bonus track that was put together by our our, our talented team of uh, of uh, of lab technicians down here in the vault. That's why I was down here to oversee the final 
the scotch taping of everything being put together. So I see. So let me give you the uh, number one song. Um, oh, before you go on, I'm... John, just a reminder, okay. kids and kittens, uh, we are going to do Professor Shannon's Wayback Machine. John and Ed versus the spread is coming up. Oh, absolutely. That's all we coming are. up. We are. Sorry to surprise you with that one, Bubby. <laughs> well, well, golly. <laughs> Rehearsals are for babies. <laughs> so all that's coming up as soon as we're done with with, with, with our music portion here. So uh, go ahead, John. I, I apologize for interrupting. Ah, well, you know, you expect, you get what you get. You get what you paid for. That's really what exactly. it's down to. Exactly. Oh, so 1973, uh, well, I should say, I should rephrase that. Back in the late, uh, the late 90s, early, I don't know, I wouldn't even say the uh, late 90s. It was more in the early 80s when people uh were watching their MTV, if you will. Uh, I was uh, I was kind of a rebel, if you will, at that point in time. I did not care for what was coming out of uh, out of the uh, what passed for modern music back in the eighties. Uh, I personally thought that uh, uh, pe- uh, people were making were more concerned with making videos than they were with producing good music. You know, that's just one man's opinion, I guess. Uh, but uh, so I kind of <laughs> go ahead. What were you going to say? No, that's two men's opinion. Oh yeah. So just count yeah, myself. People... Oh, so I started to rebel and I, uh, I really fell in love with a, with a record that had been put out uh, about uh, seven uh, about seven years prior, a little over seven years prior, from uh, from a group known as Leonard Skinnerd, uh, have have always to this day have always been a Skinnerd fan. Uh, it's uh, I understand uh, what's left of the band, uh, the original band members, as well as uh, one of the uh, uh, one of the I forget. I think it's Johnny Van Zant. No, that has been traveling with them. Um, but I was going to go for the la- with the last song. I was going to go with, uh, with one of their best known songs. And that was uh, Freebird. Well, you know, I, I can't tell you when I used to hear that song, uh, you know, I'd stand, Oh my God, I'd almost stop what I was doing to listen to that song. Well, well, you- Ed and I both agreed when we were doing the uh, uh, doing the pre-show meeting here that we were going to try to avoid songs that were seven, eight minutes long or whatnot. Uh, and and Freebird was one of the uh, one of the DJ's favorite songs when he had to go get up and actually go to the restroom. Uh, so, but instead, I, I picked another track from that uh, from that album, which was uh, as the album was pronounced Leonard Skinnerd. And uh, from from that, I come with a song that I think probably uh, it has been a, uh, a something I've tried to live by uh, in, in my adult life, uh, if you will. So here from uh, from 1973, uh, Leonard Skinner with uh, something I think we should all live up to. Here's Simple Man. Mm-hmm. 
Forget your lust for the rich man's gold. All that you need is in your soul. What a line for that song, I tell you. That's kind of the words I've tried to live by, uh, uh, if you will, here. Uh, you are, yeah, by the way, that was Simple Man from 1973, Oh, I actually got my mind just so into that song that I just all of a sudden all the other thoughts in the world just kind of disappeared. But uh, uh, anyways, uh, you are listening to a montage of, of music here on Radio TFI on the Taxi Stand Hour. Uh, I'm John Shannon. That's Ed Van Ness. Hello. Uh, Ed promised us, one more, promised us one more little ditty here, and I think he's got quite a little surprise from the vault. Well, it's it's very interesting that you uh, use the word montage because this oh. was my, this was my backup plan in case we ran short, in case we needed to fill time, which was clearly not the case. Uh, <laughs> I was not going to play Bad Bad Leroy Brown. I threw that really? at the end. Well, it was on it was on my list. Okay, but I was going to substitute what I'm about to play. Since there are the, uh, so when I was putting together, going through my, 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 my mini vault, a lot of songs I liked. And like John said earlier, I, we eliminated anything that was super long, anything over five or six minutes was, you know, we, we, we didn't want to get into these cause I got a lot like that, that I, that I really enjoy. Um, uh, so I whittled it down to about 15 or so songs. And then there was, uh, there were some songs left that didn't make the cut. And so what I did is I just cut them together. Enjoy. <laughs> You're listening to John and Ed relive their childhoods here on radio TFI. upon your appetite 
meet you anytime you want in our Italian restaurant.
And that was the Radio TFI Ed Can't Make Up His Mind medley. <laughs> uh, let me see. I'm going to run down the list for, uh, for those of you who might not have been able to pick up on one or two of them. Like John was scratching his head. Uh, we started off with Italian Restaurant from Billy Joel. That's out of September 1977. Temptations Ain't Too Proud to Beg from May of 1966. The Safaris with Wipeout. Everybody knows Wipeout. January of 1963. How many cars did you walk up to and do Wipeout on? Everybody did it. Everybody. Banging on tables, cars, you name it. That was followed by the Beach Boys. Fun, fun, fun. Till our daddy takes her T-bird away from February of 1964. Uh, that was the Doobies rocking down the highway from 1972. Blotto with Lifeguard, 1988. One of my all-time favorite songs, simply for the abject silliness of it and the beautiful way they put it all together. Uh, Alice Cooper, School's Out, from uh, 1972. I, me and my friends, we were huge, huge Alice Cooper fans. And uh, I, I, I couldn't decide which song to use. That's why it didn't make the top five. Or the five I used, not the top five. And by the way, it sounded like two different songs, but it wasn't. I, I needed to cut out a chunk in the middle to fit the medley. Uh, then there was uh, the Isley Brothers, which shout from September 1959. Just a few months uh, younger than I am. And finally, we ended things with the beautiful, the talented, the lovely Dolly Parton with 9 to 5 from November of 1980. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and kittens, that completes our play because we want a mini marathon. John? You should have seen Ed, by the way. It was totally hilarious. So I'm uh, just kind of somewhat, you know, one eye on the screen uh, uh, looking at him and uh uh, in his uh, in the studio there in uh, Queens, and uh, I all of a sudden look over and he is over here pretending like he's smoking, kind of. And he was uh, all of a sudden I realized, yeah, the song, yeah. Oh, Doobie. he's trying to tell me that's the Doobie Brothers. <laughs> As if I didn't know that, but you know. Hey, it was still fun to watch. <laughs> you, you, you look slightly puzzled, sir. You you seem like you... Uh... Ed, you slightly puzzle me just about every moment we spend together. So, <laughs> All right. Well, that was fun, and we'll do that again sometime. Yeah, uh, like I said, one of these days we're going to have to knock out, uh, uh, knock out our favorite, um, our favorite movies. That that actually that could get interesting. I think. Just well, that because there's. Just enough of a generational difference between you and I. Not you, much, you, but you just so. enough. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Just, just enough. Well, that all being said, sir, are we ready to continue on with the regular portion of our show? 
Nah, you know what? I was having too much fun. Let's move. <laughs> Let's find something else to get into. All right. So we're not doing oh, the way back. You don't want to do the way back no, machine? No, I got it here. I'm just teasing. Okay. Here we go. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another exciting installment of Professor Shannon's Wayback Machine, a look ahead to what's happened in the past. Here's your host, Professor John Shannon. All right, well, here we go again with a, uh, a look at what has happened in the past. We're looking, help me out again with that, Ed. Oh, good Lord, write this down, please. It's a look ahead to the past. Looking ahead into the past. A look <laughs> ahead to the past. Okay, it's a, okay. It's okay. a very clever play on words that I came up with off the top of my head. And you're ruining it. Oh, I saw we do, Ed. I'll try to be better next time. I hate you. <laughs> Aren't you a little early for that? Uh, that comes in no, the next second. Uh, no, it's... <laughs> Come on. All right, well, well, here, here we go. Um, actually, this isn't too far in the past, but I think it's important nonetheless. Um... Oh, two years ago, uh, 6 December of 2017, Donald Trump's administration officially announces the recognition of Jerusalem uh, as the capital of Israel. Uh, yeah, you could you could say a million reasons why that is appropriate. Uh, I'm not going to I'm not going to agree with any of them. Donald Trump can't recognize his own kids. Yeah, this this is very true. Or which wife they came from. That is. <laughs> also, two years ago today, 4 December of 2017, uh, the Pontiac Silverdome, where else in Pontiac, Michigan, uh, has been imploded after a day of failure to be imploded. Uh, that was the... Uh, that was the longtime home of the Detroit Lions, as uh, memory serves there. Yes, yes, it was. Uh, and briefly, and briefly, uh, and briefly home to the Pistons. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Briefly. It's kind of, kind of the same thing. The Pistons, uh, uh, the Pistons did kind of what the, actually the Timberwolves, uh, when they came into the league, played in the Metrodome for the first couple of seasons. Right. So... Anyways, moving on. 26 Please. years ago, uh, uh, 2 December of 1993, the space shuttle uh, from the space shuttle, NASA launches the space shuttle Endeavor on a mission to replace or to repair rather the Hubble Space Telescope. 40 years ago today, well, 40 years ago, in, in general here, on 3 December of 1979. Uh, in Cincinnati, 11 fans were suffocated in a crush for seats on the concourse outside of Riverfront Coliseum before a Who concert. Oh, I, rem I remember that. Ago. I remember. Yeah, that. I do too. 
I do too. As a matter of fact, whenever I get into a large crowd uh, trying to get into or out of a uh, uh, a venue of some kind, every once in a while, I'll yell, Cincinnati! I'll just wait. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's probably... I just wait. We used to we used to go to football games and baseball games down in concerts down in South Florida. We'd come out of Joe Robbie Stadium, and we would just walk to the car and sit and wait until the parking lot emptied out. Because the, our, our thought process was, we're going to sit anyway, trying to get out of here. We might as well sit and enjoy a beer. Yeah, good point. Moving a on. beer that uh, didn't cost you uh, eight bucks to buy inside well, the state. Well, there's that too. But uh, Okay, 40 years ago uh, on 3 December of 1979, uh, Ayatollah, Ayatollah Khomeini. Khomeini. Khomeini becomes the first supreme <laughs> leader in Iran. Praise him. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 58 years ago on 2 December of 1961, in a nationally broadcast speech, Cuban leader Fidel Castro declares that he is a Marxist-Leninist and that Cuba is going to adopt communism. By the way, you know what day he took power? Uh, what day did he take power? The day I was born. Really? Really. Oh. So you share a significant uh, event there with old Fidel, huh? Yep. <laughs> Viva la Cuba. Uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, 64 years ago in on 1 December of 1955, uh, let's see, in Montgomery, Alabama, Seamstress Rosa Parks refuses to give up her bus seat to a white man and is arrested uh, for violating the city's racial segregation laws, an incident which leads uh, to that city's bus boycott. And you have to wonder and ask yourself, have we really moved on from there? Not very much. Doesn't seem like it some days. Unfortunately, yeah, said, not very much. Said the, said the two old fat white guys. Yeah, well, at least we recognize. You know, it's like you said, uh, uh, what seems like years ago here, that uh, us old white guys have had a good run, but now it's oh, yeah. time to, yeah, time to move on. <laughs> we're not moving on. We're being pushed out. <laughs> we're well, as well we should, to be That's honest right. with you. Uh, 65 years ago on uh, 4 December of 1954, the first Burger King opened in Miami, Florida. That's right. That's their corporate headquarters. I've been there. Well, I haven't been inside, but did you did you go and tell them to hold the hold their pickle and hold their lettuce? Special order. Don't forget us. That's right. Mm. I said I want it my way, and when they found out what my way was, they called the cops. <laughs> I was gonna say, and you've been wanting it your way ever since. Well, that's that's <laughs> another story for another show. <laughs> These are a okay. few of my favorite things, kids. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, 80 years ago on 2 December 1939, uh, New York City's LaGuardia Airport opens. Yay. And and it hasn't been, <laughs> and you haven't been able to make a make a flight on time since. Mm. By the way, here's oh. a little bit of trivia for you. Do you know what what JFK Airport's original name was? Mm, you know, I've heard this somewhere, but I don't. I don't. Sure, remember. you have. 
It's Idlewild. Oh, then maybe I'm thinking of something completely different. No, you are. And by the way, by the way, if you listen to the theme song of Car 54, where are you? They mention Idlewild. Really? Khrushchev's in it. Idlewild, or somebody's at Idlewild. Hmm. That was JFK before it was JFK. Okay. So there you go. All the way with JFK. Yeah, that's what they told me. Uh-huh. That's what that's what I said to the Burger King folks. Yeah. <laughs> you went all the way with JFK. Now I want it my way. And again, oh, lo- local gendarmes were, were summoned. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, 87 years ago on 7 December 1932, uh, German-born Swiss physicist uh, Albert Einstein is granted an American visa. But he couldn't qualify for the MasterCard. Uh, No, not yet. Uh, 95 years ago on 1 December of 1924, the National Hockey League's first United States-based franchise, the Boston Bruins, played their first game in league play at home at the still-existent Boston Arena indoor hockey facility. It's hockey, eh? It is hockey. 106 uh, years ago, on 1 December of 1913... This bit started. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Uh, Ford Motor Company introduces the first moving assembly line. That's right. Model A's. Mm-hmm. And by the way, you could have that car in any color you wanted, as long as it was black. Yeah, exactly. Oh, 110 years ago on 4 December 1909, uh, the Montreal Canadiens Hockey Club, Ice Hockey Club, the oldest surviving professional hockey franchise in the world, is founded as a charter member of the National Hockey Association. By the way, do you know what the logo on the Canadian's jersey means? <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, the C well, and the H? Else. No, I, I don't, actually. Club du Hockey. Very interesting. That and they funny. haven't varied from that logo. I mean, that's one of the... Not much. You know how... These teams, well, yeah, they've the style of it has changed over the years, but they've still gone with that that same <coughs> and will format. And except for a few misguided years, the New York Rangers are the only team that does not wear their logo on their jerseys. It either says Rangers in the diagonal or New York, depending on what they're doing that year. But except mm-hmm. for a few years where they had the Statue of Liberty up there and the Rangers logo. Uh, mm-hmm. They've, for the most of their existence, they have not had the logo on the jersey. Just a little, mm. just a little tidbit there. A little tidbit there. Okay, one hundred and fifty years ago, on seven December of eighteen sixty nine, last week's American bit started. <laughs> American outlaw Jesse James commits his first confirmed bank robbery in. Gallatin, Missouri. I'm assuming that's how it's pronounced. I don't know. This is your bit. I'm just guessing. So, Ladies and gentlemen, this is why I stressed to him, please read some of this stuff before we come on the air. I actually had. But I can't help it that I don't know the pronunciation of some of these. uh... All right, Pookie. Okay. 154 years ago for December 1865. 
the uh, North Carolina ratifies the 13th Amendment to the United States Constitution, followed soon by Georgia, and U.S. slaves were legally free within two weeks. Yay. Ah. Uh, 19 or 157 years ago in uh, one December of 1862 the United States uh, or excuse me in his state of the union address president Lincoln reaffirms the necessity of ending slavery as ordered 10 weeks earlier in the emancipation proclamation emancipation Emancipate, what did I say? Emancipation, yeah, Jesus, something like that. It was Transportation Company, I think you said. Let me uh drink some more water here. Okay, you only got a couple left, so take a pill. I (laughs) 195 years ago on 1 December of 1824, uh, 1824 in the 1824 presidential election, since no candidate received a majority of the total electoral college votes in the election. The United States House of Representatives was given the task of deciding the winner in accordance with the 12th Amendment Amendment to the United States Constitution. Pop quiz, who won the election? What year was it again? Uh, 19, or excuse me, 1824. Warren G. Harding. No. William Howard Taft. No. No. John Wilkes now, Booth. This, this this can't be right. I got this from, I got this from, uh, you know, this is based off of Wikipedia stuff here. Well, and what's the what's the answer, John? The answer is uh, John Quincy Adams. What year? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense no. to me. Eighteen twenty-four. No. Well, no, no, that <laughs> might that might be right. That might be right. I don't know. So, I guess we you know what? Brush up your books you know what? Again. Kids and kittens, forget that one. We'll scratch and, that one for right And now. finally. And finally. <laughs> Whether you meant it or 200, not. <laughs> 228 years ago, the first edition of The Observer, the world's first Sunday newspaper, is published. And I bet they didn't have any ads there from Montgomery Wards or Sears. And I'm still waiting for my copy. Well, keep waiting there, sunshine. Okay, that wraps it up here, folks, for this week's uh, edition of Professor Shannon's Wayback Machine. Uh, you know, and I purposely tried to shorten it a little bit by omitting birthdays and deaths and stuff like that. This year, it still seemed like it was very, very long. It's called rehearsal, sir. Well, it's called, it's called rehearsal. Where do you we look into it? Well, we don't. You should. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's roll right into it here, if you will, because this is getting to be my favorite part of the show anymore. Is, is it now? Yes. Oh, we got it a lot. To, we got a lot to talk about. Oh, okay. Rock and roll. It's time for John and Ed versus the spread. Your weekly foray into the exciting world of pigskin prognostication. 
Each week, John Wide Left, Shannon, and I will each choose three professional football games and select winners using the point spread. At the end of the season, the winner will claim possession of the Radio TFI Gilchrist Ceremonial Sippy Cup. Each of us will be able to swap out one game each week for any reason, as long as it is done before the live show ends. Ladies and gentlemen, kids and kittens, it's... Oh, you want me to say this? No! John and Ed versus the spread! God damn. <laughs> You're a very <laughs> annoying... You're a very annoying man. Alright, so, let's re recap. Last week, me personally, I went 6-8 and eight with... Uh, now, I now stand, not counting the Thanksgiving games, at 98-86 with a winning percentage of 533. Uh, so let's see. Last week, oh, goodness gracious. We, uh, we took three games from last week. We also took the Thanksgiving Day games. I wound up with a total of three and th at three and three. John at four and two. Just squeaked by me. Picked up a game on me. But I, I have to imagine the most frustrating thing was at the very last second... <laughs> John, John had taken my Dolphins over Cleveland and was getting 12 and a half points. And then suddenly, as if, as if he got a, a, a message from on high. What'd you do, John? I decided I woke up from my stupor and decided to let's go with reality here and uh, changed my, uh, changed my bet and, and took the Cleveland Browns, uh, I'd forgotten in that game, quite frankly, that uh, they were playing in Cleveland. And uh, Miami has a hard enough time winning at home, let alone winning a road game against that uh, kind of hostile crowd there. So I've done changed my mind. So now so now imagine me sitting there when it's 28 nothing. <sighs> he changed his mind. He's been getting monstrous points with my Dolphins and covering. And this is the week he decides... <sighs> so that puts John at 25 and 14. I'm at 20 and 19. Again, he has a five-game lead, but again, we're all, we're just lulling him into a sense of uh, false confidence. John, who's your first pick for the pick from the remaining games this week? Well, we're going this way. We're going back to the old formula. Oh, really? Yes, we are. Where uh, Philadelphia Eagles visiting. Uh, Pro player Joe Robbie, uh, who cares who's next stadium there in uh, Miami, Florida? It's had it's uh, had literally about fifteen different names. Exactly. No, I didn't. I I just had one of those fleeting moments where I was going to be filthy and disgusting. I just decided, uh, nah, this move is on. still family radio. Just move on. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Right. Go ahead, Philadelphia, Miami. I am taking the Eagles, uh, giving up nine points. No kidding. Nine. Yep. No kidding. That's uh, shocking. Mm -hmm. My, 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 the tides have changed for you, haven't they? I think the party's over there for them there, Dalton. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With that, I'm taking uh, the San Francisco 49ers with the best record in the NFC. Uh, visit Baltimore. 
and the Niners are four and a half point underdogs. Well, I can't pass that up. I'm taking the Niners and the four and a half points. John? That's going to be a good game. It would have to be. Much must see TV, I'll have to say. There's a right. coin to phrase. That's nice. Uh, Oakland travels into uh, Kansas City in one of the last times they will be referred to as the Oakland Raiders. Uh, they are a, a nine-point favorite, or excuse me, nine-point dog going into Kansas City. I hate to say it, Kansas City, you know, the old gray mare, if you will. I, I'm starting to have my doubts about this team. I'm going to take the Raiders getting nine points against the Kansas City Chiefs. Wow. Coincidentally, I had also chosen that game, and I would taken the Raiders. So I'm going to rethink that. So I'm going to okay. skip down to my third game, which is Green Bay visiting the Giants. Green Bay is a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm taking Green Bay, giving up the seven-and-a-half points. John? Seven-and-a-half points. Okay, I'm just keeping track, if you don't mind there real quick. All right, last but not least for me, my Minnesota Vikings are traveling to Seattle, where they are. the Vikings are two-and-a-half-point dogs. Uh, I'm going to take the Vikings. Uh some may say that it's a fool's bet. Um, I think, uh, to tell you the truth, I think the Vikings are going to need those two and a half points uh, in this game. I, I, This is close. I, tr I struggled with it, but I am going to take the Vikings uh, getting two and a half. Well, I'll be quite honest with you. Although I'm not taking it for our picks and my main picks, I'm taking mm -hmm. Seattle. And, and uh, giving up the two and a half points. I think that's the better bet. So I'm going to replace the Oakland game because I hate you. Uh, <laughs> and I'm going to I'm gonna take a chance with Washington visiting Carolina. How come you never changed? Well, you did change last week and you beat me senseless. Uh, Washington, Washington visits Carolina getting nine and a half points. I'm still not comfortable with it, but... But I got a shot anyway. <laughs> the Redskins blow this year. I mean, really, they make the Dolphins look. The Dolphins beat the Redskins. How bad are you when the Dolphins beat you? <laughs> By the way, spe speaking of Oakland visiting any place for the last time as the as the Oakland Raiders, their final home game in Oakland is against their longtime rival, the Jacksonville Jaguars. You've got three great division rivals there that they could have scheduled. Surely they could have put kansas city or denver or even the charges the charges the charges so let's recap i am taking san francisco getting four and a half points at baltimore washington getting nine and a half points at carolina and green bay giving up seven and a half points here at metlife stadium right not about eight nine miles from me apparently i've taken all the road teams this week Meanwhile, young Mr. Shannon, who's also taken all the road teams, likes Philadelphia giving up nine points down in sunny sunny South FLA this week. I haven't checked the weather down there, but I know it's nicer than here. Oakland. <laughs> Oakland visits Kansas City and gets nine points, and he, he stole that from me. And finally, taking his, uh, his puny purple Vikings, taking the paltry two-and-a-half points that are offered, and going into Seattle. Home of the 12th man. And hoping to squeak by 
with a victory. Yep. Anything else? You, anything else you'd like to add oh. to that, sir? Well, just wanted to add this real quick. Uh, uh, not NFL related, but uh, my Gophers. But you know, I can't remember the last time that the Vikings and the Gophers both had uh, relevant seasons. Uh, so I'm. I'm it makes watching football uh, that much more fun for me. And now I'm. I'm uh, tying up the TV on both Saturday and uh, Sunday. So Granny Annie's really happy with me. But uh, they're playing Wisconsin this week uh, in the slop and the snow and the whatever else is falling out of the sky uh, here at TCF Bank Stadium. Uh, I don't have a pick for it, not that it would matter, but uh, I do wish uh, P.J. Fleck and that rather talented gopher squad uh, the best of luck. So row the boat. You done? I'm done. Okay, well, that's an indoor stadium anyway, so what does it matter? No, it's not. Yeah, it is. We go through this all the time. Yeah, it is. Ed. John. The, Viking, the Vikings and the Gophers play in two different football venues. No, they don't. Yeah, yes, they do. No, they don't. Anyway. Now, granted, the anyway. Vikings did play in TCF Bank Stadium for a couple of years while they were building that palace known as U.S. Bank Stadium. It's indoors. They're all indoors. They're all playing the same stadium. So, oh. ladies and ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and kittens, that concludes this week's John and Ed versus the Spread. And as always, especially on these holiday weekends, when you're lying around like a bloated beach ball, and you think that in your uh, turkey-induced meat coma, you've managed to come up with all the winners for this week. Please, 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 don't use anything we've said here to guide you in your gambling nonsense. Because if we knew anything, we wouldn't be doing this. <laughs> yeah, we'd probably be doing something like it. Yeah, Except but we actually have a real studio and a real producers and real uh, ways to connect. Uh, we'd probably be doing something like this. <laughs> and we'd be making enough money to actually... Uh, to actually bet money. Yeah. So, so that leaves us with about 11 minutes to, uh, I want to talk about the weather. Talk about the weather. I want to talk about the weather because I'm about to get inundated with the weather. I have to drive back up to the beautiful Catskill mountains, uh, Monday morning. Well, why don't you go tomorrow, Ed? Because I don't have a room yet. I suppose I could go up and get a room, but uh, which I may do. I'm going to check the forecast again. Uh, we are anticipating snow here in New York, snow all the way up the 100-mile drive. They're looking at 12 to 18 inches where my hotel is. And we're talking snow, not anything else. You know, again, I'll have it my way, but that's none of your business. Uh, so I, I want to make it clear here that I'm unhappy with the weather conditions. And John, I'm holding you personally responsible. Let's say, what did we, uh, what did we say the conditions were in, uh, in uh, Fort Lauderdale? Let's see here. Google real quick. Fort. Uh, Just put FLL, put FLL. It's easier. 
He's actually doing this, kids and kittens. Yeah, I really am. And I'm not much of a typist, so. Yeah, you're not much of a reader either, but hey, oh, geez. Hey, I know that. Oh, let, let's see. Here we go. Just, just, uh, so right now in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, it is currently 78 degrees, partly cloudy skies. It's beautiful. Tomorrow, tomorrow, uh, Fort Lauderdale, oh, uh, 83 it's... degrees. Uh, also partly cloudy skies. It's just the way I like on, it. On Monday, uh, it is going to be uh, uh, chance of rain showers and 81 degrees. With a low of Ooh, 48. Yeah. yeah, and they got a cool front coming through there. It's yep. only going to be 66 on Tuesday. Yep. Oh, those are the great days. Oh, those are the great days. <sighs> <laughs> Oh, the, who knows? The, maybe, the, maybe we'll find an adventure and we'll move back down there one of these days. Those are the days you come outside. There's not a cloud in the sky after the front has moved through. And it feels mm-hmm. like outdoor air conditioning. It's not cold, but it's cold. it's cool. It's pleasant. It's not cool is, is too strong of a word, but it's pleasant. You can wear a jacket. You can wear a sweatshirt if you like. And then at night it goes down. Uh, it's going to go down to 48, it said. And it's nice. You open the windows until you're ready to go to bed. You close the windows. You wake up and, you know. <sighs> I'm going to cry. <laughs> Do you get many when it, when the temperatures in when the temperatures get down into the, uh, the 60s and there's not much humidity and what have you? Did you... Uh, have an issue with bugs there mosquitoes or anything like that contrary to popular belief the the bug issue down in south florida has long since dissipated since we pretty much yeah pretty much we paved over everything well this is true no that's i'm being very serious i mean you've got some bugs that are still around but nothing that's you know people seem to now i'm not saying that there are other parts of the state that are like that but but down where i lived no, that it had been 20, 25 years since we had any mm-hmm. real, real bug problems. Sure, you get mosquitoes in the summer, but everybody does. And uh, no, no real bug issues. Uh, yeah. Nothing, nothing. Hell, we don't even see the palmetto bugs anymore, which is just giant roaches. Uh, yeah, exactly. Skateboards with legs. Exactly. <laughs> but no, we stopped seeing them. We stopped seeing them years ago. And again, I, I, Write that off to, uh, we paved over everything. Mm. Uh, there, there's no place for them to live. So now we've done, now we've covered the uh, weather and the, uh, the general, uh, layout of the land there of Fort Lauderdale. Uh, I just, I just wanted to, while you're kind of upset about the snow and what have you. I just wanted you to just kind of just go back in your mind to a place. And, and, and of course I do. Are you okay there? I'm fine. I'm laughing. You, you look like you're laughing and crying all I at the same time. I am. I, I am. I did. I did want to bust into a story if I could real quick. And go I, ahead. I, I found this uh, kind of amusing, kind of stupid, all at the, all at the same time. And this was actually, oh, 
Before I do, I just wanted to let you know that last week we missed some huge news. Huge news. I, I wanted to hang on to it to to, uh, to uh, let you know that uh, this would have felt this would have fit nicely in the uh, in the uh, wayback machine. But the original Gerber baby, Ann oh. Turner Cook, celebrated oh. her ninety third birthday last uh, last Wednesday week and, from last. And there's a photo of her holding the current Gerber baby. Yeah, well, she's holding a sign of some kind. I think she, I, I think the the picture well, I see here is she's holding a sign. But is, was there something that? Uh, yes, yes. So the, she was holding. The, what What does the sign say? We'll pose for food or for baby food. Yeah. <laughs> I got That's a million of them. Food. Yeah. Yes, you do. But. Uh, I wanted I wanted to lay this story on you last week, and I think we started to, and then something uh, something happened here. But um, so there was a uh, a family in uh, oh Jesus, what's it? Oh, Salt Lake City. That's where it was. Uh, where apparently uh, a woman is facing uh, criminal charges that could force her to register as a sex offender after alleging uh, allegedly being seen topless by her step uh, stepchildren inside her own home uh was it stepchildren uh, came, yeah it, I, it was a stepmother yes it was a stepmother I, th- I thought it was her kids okay no cuz what what had actually happened is is the kids uh the, who were 9 and 13 probably uh went home and told their biological mother, "Mommy, mommy, we saw, uh, we saw stepmom. We saw her boobies. Boobies, yeah, yeah." And so then, the, of course, and the uh, biological mother, what you know, just felt a little vindictive and decided to uh, report this to uh, uh, report this to the uh, police or to the child protection agency or whoever they she reported it to and um and they got uh, now now there's a chance that uh, uh miss buchanan uh, may have to register as a sex offender which uh yeah. Yeah. but you know what they were doing they were actually installing uh fiberglass uh insulation in their garage at this time so they took the the, the both the uh, uh, Miss Buchanan and her uh, husband uh, were both doing this, and when they got done, they took their they took their shirts off and uh, just so they didn't get the fiberglass uh, into their skin. And uh, you know, unfortunately, the kids walked in at the wrong time, and uh, uh, the rest so, is history. So she wasn't parading around the house. <clears throat> So again, no, this is, so this is something that's going to ruin somebody's life. How many times have kids walked in on their parents? Over, oh, yeah, the whole story about dad growing a tail, you know. Yeah, <laughs> we're wrestling. We were wrestling, son. Yes, exactly. Your mom's uh, very good. Your mom's very good at it. I have to keep sh- trying. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that. Uh, I, you know, the thing is, is first off, I think it was, uh, very vindictive. We have, uh, 
Uh, okay, I'm not sure what that symbol means, but I think I got to wrap it up pretty much here. Uh, <laughs> so anyways, it was just a case of somebody being vindictive and you're going to, I, I really hope that uh, the judicial or the judicial process in Salt Lake City sees what this is, what the, this is actually all about. The folly so, of it. I mean, if, if it is on the face, what you, how you described it, then this just these kids mm-hmm. walked in. I, I hope she had a, you know, I hope she's attractive. Yeah, well, that's just it. Well, it's about that time here. We wrap up another ish- edition of the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. From Egan, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. Adios. Thanks for indulging us today. See ya! <laughs>